I'm the professor. You're the planet. The Professor and the Planet. Episode number 12, ladies and gents. Enjoy. Five, four, three, two, one. Bada binger. Top of the morning, folks. Good afternoon and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Ham Planet Podcast. I'm your host, Peter Ham, and uh, if you're new to the podcast, damn, it's good to see you. Thanks for showing up. We appreciate it. And um, grab a grab a tequila, grab a scotch, grab a gallon of water. Sit back and relax and kick it with the boys. We have one of the legendary boys in attendance tonight, and very glad to have him. He is famously known as the Professor. He is one of the most savage scrum halves that I've ever met and had the honor of playing alongside with. He's a proud Baylor alumni. He's crushing it in commercial banking right now. It's my man, Ben Newcomb. How we doing, Professor? Planet, let me just say that I am like a kid on Christmas. I'm so excited to be here. Um, I'm floored by the professionalism of podcasting. You had your, your media manager reach out to me, get a questionnaire going. Uh, you had the brand rep, secretary, all checking in, make sure I'm available for the day. Incredible show. What a corporation we've got here. And I'm just a blessing. I'm thrilled to be a part of it. What a guy, ladies and gents, I will tell you. See, if we're dialing it in, we're getting it, you know, we're just getting the ball rolling. This is episode number 12. A legend has been on every episode. We continue that tradition tonight. 12 is a good number. Yeah, it's good. I mean, we're trying to we're trying to get to 2K. 2,000? Yep. Don't have a timeline on that, but I'm with it, you know? Hey, I'm there. You need me there for a thousand, five hundred, two fifty. I'll give you what I got. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna make I'll that empty happen. the contents of my cranium yeah. for the podcast for the world to listen. It would be an honor, brother. And it's my pleasure. We're, we'll be we'll be doing plenty plenty more pages in the old chapter of the Hand Planet podcast. Hundo sure. no doubt about that. Okay. Chief, Chief, we were having a great convo prior to uh, firing up the ship. Zion Bank, uh-huh. they're a conglomerate. Let's let's tap back into that because that was pretty okay. fascinating. Sure. Uh, Zion's Bank, uh, found it a long time ago. Seen their stock. It's on there. I think we're Nasdaq. It's anyway. I don't know. I, I ain't buy in it anymore. Buy wherever you buy your stocks from. Okay, Apple stocks, Google stocks, Snap stocks, whatever you got to do. Um, do in 1800, uh, it was originally founded by the Mormon Church out of Utah. And then as the bank grew, the Mormon Church sold it. And then from there, it went to become what we like to call a collection of great banks. So Absolutely. we've got a bank. We've got a bank in Washington, Oregon, California, Nevada, Arizona, 
Those are, those are all great places to finance. In Texas. Well, it depends. But everywhere is a great place to finance if you work for it, you know what I mean? Everybody needs it. Who doesn't yeah. need money? Everyone needs the cheddar chief. Cash is king, as uh, Jim Cramer would say. I haven't heard him say it, but I believe he did. Oh yeah, he, he guy's a madman. He, uh, you need to, you need to watch some Kramer. You'll love him. It's called Mad, mad Money. Mad Money, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about Mad Money. See, you I'm know, not. See, you know your Mad Money. For all for all our viewers, Peter Ham's got an incredible propensity to watch television. He'll have the television going. 24-7. It's ESPN. It's Mad Money. It's CNBC. It's just going. Who's listening? No one. But it's going. We're listening. There's times where there's times where I just need the noise. I'll be honest. I know what you mean. I need the... There's something about hearing stimulus that just uh-huh. kind of rejuvenates you. And it Kinda ain't... Kind of keeps you going between the ears. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, why do you think they had a gong back in the days? The big thing that those monks would spank? I think that was for special occasions, when you say? They just can't be banging the gong all the time. Well, I know in, in some cultures, they would bang it for every meal. Well, it's supper. It's, it's, Come on it's in. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's three times a day. Yeah, I guess that is a special event. Did your, uh, did your parents bring you into the house? They ring a little a little triangle? Yep. Peter trying to eat. Jam trying to eat. Ding, ding, ding. You know what that makes me think of? The bells we used to have on the, uh, the door for Rocky. Oh, my gosh. Don't get me started about that dog. You, you love him. Just you, thinking you're, about, you're with him as a child. Thinking about having that dog on a rotisserie. Old, old slow bed. roasted. Chief. We it's got a lot of dog life. lovers who are listeners, Chiefs. For all our listeners, Rocky is a, uh, a fat tube of a dog. If you had to take like a little smoky in dog form, it would be Chief. Rocky. All right. Well, Ben and Ben. Dog, though. I'm not trying to say that I'm going to eat Peter's dog. I'm just saying. Ben's hungry right now. That you, if you cooked it, it could be kind of tasty. Don't cook, Rocky. Listen, you're already going to have him stuffed. It just makes sense. No, that doesn't make sense. That, 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 you know what? Well, people get, people get animals stuffed that they eat. You know, they mount the, they mount the deer on the wall. Jeez. They ate it. Moving, moving right along. <laughs> Living in the big H right now. Yeah, born and raised, brother. Born Listen and raised. Proper. Mm-hmm. How 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 is it? How's the hurricane shit? How's how's H Sean holding up? Hurricanes old news. Uh, haven't got one in a while. I think. Um, I thought there was like three that just blew over. They missed. They missed y'all in there. They missed. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed because you know I'm kind of bored at home. Need something to do. Thought a hurricane was coming. Nice change of pace. Missed us. Yeah, it kind of gets you fired up when anyway, can't complain about natural disasters coming. Can't complain about missing a net. Get some blood but. going. Get some blood going though when you know oh, like yeah, everybody get, everybody volcanoes about to erupt right by you. You know, a little agitated. Oh, Something's yeah. coming. 
Yeah. Um, some people get a little shaky. Some people get ready to go. Oh, yeah. Apocalypse yeah, we're in ready. Hurricane, no. I haven't had a hurricane in a while, but uh, lived through a good number of them. Uh, I've been pretty thankful. My house growing up, my dad's a, my dad's a doomsday prepper. He's, um, he says it's a Swiss virtue. We're Swiss, sort of. My I believe it. Um, but he's always got a 90-day supply of food for every member of the house. 90 days worth of water. Uh, and he set up a, uh, a natural gas generator. No electricity needed, but it uh, gives, enough, gives enough juice to the house. Keep it going if the power goes out. So when we were growing up, we had you know, people that's, at risk that, that's a that great would run asset. out of um, People at risk that would run out of power, like say you need to keep your, um, your medication refrigerated or you're old, we'd have them stay at the house, stay safe, that kind of thing. Chief, very virtuous of Papa Newcomb. Oh, yeah. You know, to have your, to have your shit together, you know, your 90-day supply, like that's on top of it. But having it, have for, the rock in the neighborhood. having it for the squad – well, the family mm-hmm. and also, you know, Papa Newcomb's a good man. Gotta, Great co- guy. Gotta, gotta, gotta come and see him. You know, it's been a while. I feel like the last time okay. I saw him was uh, when we were eating uh, Coach's Coach's. Smoke. Coaches. Right. What a restaurant. What a play. What, it just, just our old Waco spot. Stomping grounds. But it was kind of, you know, it was. It was across the highway, so it was like it wasn't in the neighborhood. But, it you know, it's it's in the vicinity. It was good. Those hobo all, bowls made me. Yeah, for all our for all our viewers or listeners, Peter would get something called a hobo bowl. It's just an incredible amalgamation of different items in a bowl: barbecue sauce, ranch, brisket, potatoes, French fries. Am I missing anything? Cheese, jalapenos, sour cream. And people tater get, tots. Tater tots. People get an order of mac and cheese, throw that on top. Yeesh, what was I doing? Food coma immediately. Boom, blackout, face down on the table. Head right into the hobo bowl. Ranch all over the guy. Ha- happened twice. Ranch only got on once. <laughs> but... I always get shit on me when I'm eating there. The barbecue sauce and the wings and the, a just, couple tough guy sodas. You know. A lot going on. Boom. You just throw that stuff back. You're destined to miss. That was the best. You know, I'll be honest. I'll admit so. it. It's, it's men's, mental hair, men's mental health awareness month. No, I... Shit. I thought it was this. What's this month? Suicide prevention. Okay. Well, this you doesn't make that transition. No, that, yeah. Well, this doesn't relate. But what I am looking for, I need like a nice, I don't want to call it a bib, but you know, a bib. But like a yeah, manly bib. one. Well, just so, the, just so when you're slamming 50 wings, you got a bib that some. Says, a bib that says, I'm a big boy. That's when you need. I'll take it. Honestly, yeah, I'd rock the shit out of that. I know you want that. Hey, yeah, but back to your original question. You asked, uh, how's Houston? Oh, yeah. Houston's good, man. I've got a, 
I've got an unreal passion for the city. I know you uh, do, Chief. Passion about sports, despite what the Rockets and the Texans do to me, and the Astros. Jeez, tough. Why'd they do that? <sighs> I hate to see it. Chief, y'all still won that, that World Series, though. I still give it to y'all. Yeah, but people want to say that we won it unfairly. I, I know, but I'm like, I, I, I just want to let you know, I'm one of the guys who's like, hey, they won. Like, no one else, it's bullshit if you're saying anyone else is championship, they won. Mm-hmm. Same with like USC that year where they destroyed in the championship and they took it away because Reggie Bush was, yeah, US, USC, I, I don't know. They took a national title away from Reggie Bush or just USC. I don't know. One of the two. I just can't take it from Reggie. There's 21 other people on the field. Well, yeah. Well, anyways, Reggie was kind of the culprit. Because he got some guy to do, I think. Oh, wasn't he getting paid Hmm. You get like a car. Yeah, Yeah, he's, you know. Which Driving all types of honestly, you know, if you're if you provide that college, much entertainment, there are college and, kids that get way more than that and put out way less. Oh yeah. If you're an elite, like predominant, you like you're you're the guy you're the guy who's up for the Heisman, who's on TV a shitload in commercials. You're the big man on campus. Yeah. Why not have a car? You know? Yeah. But I think they were giving him all types of shit. Oh, shit. Probably, Which, probably just didn't stop with a car. You Maybe know what? He, he, he had a dis, he's had a dis, he did have a disappointing career, in my opinion. He had one, one or two good years. Hate to see it. I don't know much about Reggie. I'll be honest with you. I don't blame you, Chief. Chief. Scooting right along, Ferda. Go ahead. Three people that inspire you. Okay. Two of them are Winston Churchill and Napoleon. Can we get a synopsis on these two fantastic leaders? And yeah, I would love to tell you about Winston Churchill and Napoleon and why they are inspirations to me. You know, I got my foundation sure. with both of them. You know? Okay. I mean, uh, for all our viewers, <clears throat> yep. Winston Churchill of course, was the prime minister during um, prime minister of England during World War II, England and her colonies. Um, and I've been reading a, a biography about him yeah. called "Walking with Destiny." In this biographer, he found out all these things about Winston Churchill. He found out when Winston Churchill was in middle school or high school or a young age, frankly, he told his friends that. Britain would one day be in a great crisis and that he would lead Britain through that crisis to victory. Hmm. Can you imagine like a 14-year-old telling you that? I would be like... And then finding that 14-year-old 50 years later, it's like, oh, shit. We're in World War II right right now. There's a dictator in Europe. That's another thing about Churchill is that most, most world powers, they didn't understand that Hitler was a bad dude. Oh, the guy was nuts. Guy was bonkers. And guy, most people didn't understand that. They're just like, 
we got a crazy dude over there. He's not that crazy. He's only kind of crazy. He's just taking over a little bit. Nobody cares about Poland. Yep. Austria. After after that. But Winston was like, hey, time out a minute. This guy's going to want more. He's going to want to conquer the British Isles. And he led Britain through uh, through that crisis. He's an interesting guy. He's um, There's one story when he was fighting in South Africa. As uh, he wasn't, he was a soldier, but predominantly he was a, um, a war correspondent. He was a writer, a journalist. Yep. So he was on a train getting ready to do some other journalism in some other parts of South Africa when the train was ambushed. People were firing all over him, whatever. And uh, he's saving people left and right, popping off his pistol, bada bing, bada boom, in the heat of battle. Exactly. And he was like, What a beauty. Come on, gentlemen. This is going to be great for my book. And he's, he's saving lives, firing people, getting people out of the situation. That's crazy. Hear ye, hear ye. That's an incredible pr- presence of mind. So I think he's pretty, he's pretty pure, pure legend. And I'm only, I'm only 200 pages deep. There's oh, yeah. 800 more pages in this book. Oh, you're, re- you're reading his uh, autobiography? Um, it's not an autobiography, but it's a biography about him. He didn't write it. It's a guy named Andrew Roberts. Andrew Roberts also wrote a book about Napoleon, which I'm going to read next. So Andrew Roberts, guy knows what he's doing when it comes to pencil and paper. Yeah, I sure hope I got his name right. I think I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy's a great historian, Mr. Roberts. Um, the Queen let him go into the, um, the private files of the monarchy to see, you know, what Winston was doing. Okay. Cause you know, you know, the prime minister gets a special audience with the queen like once a week. Oh yeah. The king. Yep. Yep. Get their private time. Yeah. They talk about stuff. The colonies and stuff. Yeah. All that type of shit. Oh, Good yeah. things. Just statesmanship. Doing what they got to do. Oh Yeah. Big history guy. It's uh, I think it's fascinating. Chief, I that was the worst for all our listeners. Peter just poured the worst mug of beer. Look at the head on that thing. We're gonna have view- We're gonna have viewers. We're on YouTube. Yep, yep. Oh my gosh! You didn't even run me through makeup. I know the 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 team, the team was lagging team? tonight. Oh, makeup no, crew. No mask. Why, Gene? Uh, you know what? I, I ain't even getting into it. Wear your right, mask. Wear your mask. Don't wear it. I don't know. I ain't even in it. <laughs> That's what I've been having to do lately when that shit's brought up. Anyways, Chief, <laughs> you went to Dubai. Yeah, yeah. I had a, I'm a travel here. I feel like it was just yesterday. I know it's been, what, a year now? Uh, it's been a little under a year since we went. A little under a year. You rode a camel? Uh, I didn't ride a camel, but my girlfriend, Kendall, she rode a camel. No shit. You didn't hop aboard? No, I, I've been on a camel. It, it's, just, it's just a funny-looking horse when you get down to it. Yeah. Um, the, bumps yeah are, were, the bumps are there, though. That ain't. Yeah, well, this is a, this is a one hump camel. 
so shit. the one hump, the one hump camels are Middle East and Africa, and the two humps you find those more in Asia, if I recall correctly. Can we get a fact check on that? That makes sense. Hey Jesse, or Rick, 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 hey. Rick. We got Rick. Rick, can you check that out? What's in the media booth? Yeah, you heard him. He said, uh, "Yeah." Give me a camel two humps, capiche? Camel search, camel search. What do we got, Ricky? Uh, Ricky says it's a Bactrian camel. Geez, look at the humps on these guys. They're uh, big humps. Uh, oh yeah, huge humps. Fergie's got a song about these. Is that Fergie? Yep. He used to use them on the uh, the Silk Road, China to uh, ah Silk Road, Eurasia. Yeah, yeah, you're familiar. The old Silk Road. Long time ago. Many, many, many years ago. Chief. Um, Chris, we live in America. We have battleships. Big ones. And there's an Audi in it, and then the Cadillac is in the spot. Yeah. So I just, I just parked right up next to you. Hey, Chief. Hey, Peter. Hey, how's it going? Is it going good? It's going well. They, they parking in our spots? I'm not going to get in the whole parking dilemma. I try to be a nice guy. Capiche. What claim does that give me over the spot that no one owns? Um, you're more long term. All right, Planet, let's get her going again. Are we recording? Are we yeah, live? Yeah, yeah, we've been live. Okay. How much content do we have so far? Get them out. Uh, Chief, we got, yeah. uh, so far, we got 40 minutes. What? Yeah. I've given you way more than that. We might. We might. Chief. This is my best stuff. Keep letting her, keep letting her rip. I'm letting her rip, man. Just keep asking the right questions. I'll keep it going. Here we go, big Chief. All right, Chief. You know, big commercial, by the way. Oh, fantastic commercial. Well, you never asked me about Napoleon. Tell me about We've Napoleon, untapped, brother. We've got untapped gems here. Yeah, let's open it back up the history book. Crack it open. Napoleon. Incredible guy. Came from a tiny island, Corsicana, off the coast of uh, Italy. Let me make sure I got that right. Hey, Chris, can you Google that for me? Ricky, coast of Italy. Right. Uh, my media team has not opened an atlas in forever. Corsicana is about uh, it's about 20, 40. what's up? What about Alba? Oh yeah, Alba's yeah, that's where he's exiled, but he's from Corsicana. Which is 20, 40, 60, 80. It's about 200 miles off the coast of Rome. Thank you. Useless media team. Anyway, from this tiny island, came from a, a, a minute family, not of class. Yep. 
rose through the way, uh, developed himself as an incredible military commander, won a battle off the coast of Italy, I believe. I won, won a few off the coast of Italy. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, his first one. Um, his commanders were like, hey, man, I don't know how we're going to do this. I don't know how we're going to take this port. It seems impossible. And the point was like, hold my wine. I'm going to do it. Did it. Hold, hold, hold my shit. Hold my shit. I'm going to do it. And then after that, he confirmed his destiny in his head that he was destined for greatness. You know, long story short, became the emperor of Rome, king himself. You know, it's interesting because most people who are kings, monarchs, they get, they get, uh, are you paying attention? Yeah, actually, I'm having to put my mic back on. fell down. Unbelievable. I'm giving you this great story and you're just fiddling around with a microphone. Where's the professionalism I was talking about earlier? Chief? We're in business. You done fiddling with that thing yet? I hope this makes the final cut. I want the people to know. Fire away, brother. Where do I start? First battle was off the coast of Italy. He became emperor of Rome. Not Rome. became emperor of France. What's interesting about that, how he did it, is that he... Um, I was fact-checking you. <laughs> he, um, most monarchs, they get knighted or crowned by... Uh, religious figure, you know, bishops, popes, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, Napoleon snatched the crown out of the Pope's head, hands, or whomever it was, put it on his own head. It's like, I'm what a, a savage. I don't answer to nobody. And no Pope putting shit on my head. Not for him. And then, uh, no what did I say about Napoleon? So he was, he was exiled once. He was like, I'm tired of this. I'm coming back. Came back, got some of his own soldiers, that heard he was coming back or whatever. So he got a little squad, and then he was met by the larger army of France at the time. Yep. And the commander of that army, he had you know all, all the troops out there to stop Napoleon. And Napoleon had his little group of, his little gang, essentially. Squad. And uh, the commander of France was like, soldiers, prepare to fire. Napoleon, he walked forward and he announced, like, did you wish to fire on your emperor? Do so. Something like that. Those weren't his words exactly, of course. Yeah, he's speaking a different language, but, right, but he, he, walked he basically up said that. If you're really about it, do it. And they didn't do it. They joined him. And then he became the emperor of France again. Insane. Guy could sell it. Incredible. What a commander. You know, I don't think France has ever had a, another, you know, war legend. Um, like Napoleon. Not since Napoleon, I'll say. I haven't kept up with France afterwards. Well, yeah, yeah. Since. Like, since, since. Yippee-ki-yay, ladies and gents. It is your... Great friend, Commercial Break Peter, checking on in here, hoping that you're absolutely loving the podcast. If you are, 
do me a quick minuscule favor and comment below love to hear it it would be greatly appreciated and i'm here to remind you that this episode of the hand planted podcast is brought to you by our unofficial sponsor water you gotta drink it two gallons a day back to the episode ladies and gents the planet that's enough about my mentors my source of inspiration Tell me about yours. Well, brother, too many to count, but if we go, what are we going with? Three, five, two? Well, I mean, you know, I think it's safe to say for me and yourself, myself and yourself, we look to our parents as some mentors for sure. Of course. Just give me, give me two after your parents. Yeah, yeah. Outside inspiration. You know, I'd say definitely my rugby coach from Culver, Daryl Knowlton. Mm. He was huge. Believed in me, pushed me to the brink, made me work my ass off, yelled at me intensely when I did something wrong. So, yeah, hell of a guy. Special. I think you mm-hmm. met him briefly, but as a coach, yeah, he did. He did a uh, like a did a, some court call with us. Yeah, some video calls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wish you could coach at Baylor. Um, after that, you know, you got Batman, you got Jason Witten, you got my brother, you got. And what inspires you about Batman? You got Elon Musk. What does Batman do for Peter Ham that gets the motivational juices flowing? What does the Dark Knight, the Caped Crusader, offer to Ham Planet? He offers a lot. Is he it offers, George Clooney's Batman? Uh, Christian, oh. Christian Bale. Gotta, gotta go Great Christian Bale. Batman. Great Batman. Yeah. To me, given my era or how old I am, Christian Bale is Batman to me. It ain't been shitty Affleck. It ain't, you know, I like Sean Connery. And I like. Connery was never Batman, was he? Uh, yeah. No. no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm having my guy look that up. Yeah. Rick. Um. Yeah, Michael Keaton. That's who I meant. <laughs> Who'd I say? It's Sean Connery. Who is that? You know, you know who Sean Connery is. He's um, Indiana Jones. He's yeah. uh, Indian father. He's James Bond in the sixties and seventies. He's a beauty. Dum. I love the old Bond intro. Yeah, it's good. I'm not going it... to perform it for everyone, but everybody knows it. Yeah, we know it. Chief. Yeah, we got it. Chief, I got to tap into one thing. You lost 20 pounds lately. What the hell have you been doing? I've been dieting, Peter. It's not that exciting. You know, it's just less calories in, more exercise out, and uh, you get there. 
I got a great coach. Shout out to uh, Taylor McGee. McGee's he's coaching you. Yeah, we'll call him the Goobler. Um, I love that. He's been great. He adjusts the calories every week, cardio every week. It's been working. Taylor knows his shit. Oh, yeah. He got a degree in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I was, yeah. I, was talking, I was talking to Taylor today. He's a fit guy. Big fit guy. Huge fit guy. Oh, yeah. So, guy. Appreciate his coaching. You know, I like that, though. Working, mm-hmm. with, a bro- working with a brother. Throw yeah. their brother some bones. Good yeah, accountability partner. There you go. You're uh, keeping it simple. Calories in, calories out. That's the way it should be. Some people, don't, bing, un- people don't understand that philosophy. It's just if you eat more calories than you burn, you gain weight. If you eat less than you burn, you lose weight. Doesn't matter how you get the calories, if it's through 20 pounds of celery or it's three donuts. Yeah. You will technically. The amount you take. Yeah. Simple math. It really is. Let me think about it. It's, it's a no-brainer. You know, like the diet industry is like a billion-dollar industry or whatever. Oh, yeah. Deep fat it's, burners, Nutrisystem, Lean Liposuction. Keto. Oh, all the crazy shit. Atkins diet. I hate it. The paleo diet. Ugh. It's like, you know. It's just balance. It's, it's way, it's the, so difficult to change everything you eat. Oh, to get on of this, like, oh, now I only eat like a caveman. Yep. It's a I mess. Berries and raw meat. Isn't that paleo? Whatever it is. It's crazy. That, that, yeah. That. Paleo awesome. is minimalistic. So, you know, just get the app. App's called, uh, this is a free sponsor. They don't pay me yet. Get My Fitness Pal by Under Armour. Yep. Only Under Armour. It's the only Under Armour stuff I got that works. Hey, Under Armour. Undy Army. Undy Army. They got yeah. good shit. I love their polos. I love their shorts. You know, for me, it fits because I need some stretchy shit i know you're a big guy you're a big guy you ever seen ghostbusters i think it was the, the first one you compare but, uh, me to a ghostbuster character that big marshmallow comes through town chief give me a go- g- g- give me a good i was gonna say that doesn't look like oh, oh oh my bad yeah you're right you put, miss- the, you put the one i missed the last part all right, no, no marshmallow man here. Chief, looking lean. Chief, you can't see me. We've been doing cardio. We both have. Yeah, we've been doing some running. You love to hear it, Chief. Staying in Same. shape, keeping it, keeping it right, keeping it tight, keeping it huge, keeping it smooth. 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 Real, that was smooth. Mm-hmm. So smooth. It's not the most exciting part of life, but uh, it's something you got to do if you want to stay content with how you look, how you feel. You know what I mean? One thousand percent. Pretty quick. I'll tell you. Oh. Um, coming from college into the workspace, 
you know, you sit on your butt a lot. So you eat the donuts in the break room, yep. breakfast taco. Put on pounds pretty quick, man. Chief, well Gotta aware. Watch out for that. All our undergrad listeners, don't get fat. Yep. You're not fat. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Try not to be fat. It's just a kind of courtesy. Wait, earlier you mentioned uh, you mentioned travels. Mm-hmm. So I went to Dubai, we, but yeah, we talked about Dubai. Uh, mm-hmm. I do want to talk about Turkey. Uh huh. Because you know, I personally love Turkey. The deli meat or the place? Well, I'm talking about the place. Also okay. love, also love the sandwich meat. A Great good, sandwich. Good lean bird. But how was Turkey? Turkey was great. People are nice. Food was good. Great sights to see. Um, wish I stayed there longer. We were only there for a day. It's so my girlfriend and I. I uh, stayed in a hostel. Lovely, quaint little place. We met a, a German good, girl. Good hostel. Oh, yeah. In her, in her 20s, mid-20s. She was going through Turkey to go to Iran. Wow. Iran. Iran. And like, for me, that's not a place I want to go. And she was so gung-ho about it. She's going to take a boat to get there and everything. Woo! Crazy. I ain't going there. Not for me. She was a girl going by herself. It's a war-struck in country. Um, yeah. Hot place in the world over there. Yeah. But it was a good, you know, one-day trip, I guess. Uh, so we went to Dubai, to India, to Istanbul, to Amsterdam, and then back to Houston. You went all up in there, Asia. Oh, yeah, we, we, we ticked a lot of boxes on that trip, brother. Those are a lot of boxes that I feel like most don't tick. You know, I, uh, I like to try and stay interesting. I think travel is a good way to... Stay interesting to uh, advance your perspective. You studied abroad. You know. What was one of the first places you went in Europe? The first place we went was Prague in the Czech Republic. Great spot. Beer's cheaper than water there. What a fascinating concept. Pilsner. Pilsner, the best Czech beer. Pilsner beer. And they had the the five-story club. I thought it was four-story. They had another level. No, they had five. It's always had five. Okay, so there's the basement that's the, uh, the ice club. Okay, and maybe. Then they got the I floor, and then they, they got like the, the 80s music. And it the was called music. the five story. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. You, you, you remember. I've been there. Well, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, great place. And the thing was, Dan and I got there three days early. I was with old old Dan, Dirty Dan. Dan Robertson. Daniel Robertson. No kidding. Oh yeah, yeah. We were roommates basically the whole the whole trip. What a what a time! Honestly, <laughs> we had a lot of fun. We had a, a, a great dan- time. What a dangerous pair. Da- dan, nope, absolutely not. Not dangerous. Nothing really. We didn't get ourselves into any shit, which I was no, happy. Other saying, kids. Other, you guys, uh, other you guys people on the trip got into this some shit, but you know, Dan and I, 
Well, we had me, Dan, Blair, Roop. Oh, right, right, right. Colton. Great guys. When are they coming on the podcast? They're coming. I've been – I'm trying to – we've been talking about it. I'm trying to decide if we want to do both of them at once or one at a time. I, I, I want to do one at a time, though. You got to give one at a time. They're, they're more than just twins. You know what yeah. Mean? Oh, 1,000%. Hey, but uh, we were talking about role models earlier. Playing Roop, up there. Great guys. Excellent, man. They're, they're family. Oh, yeah. No doubt. They need to get down to Texas, I'll tell you that. No, we got to get up north, brother. They've been to Texas. We've never been up north. I know, but I mean, I've been up there. Without me? Yeah, Chief, I did. What the hell? You, you were, uh, I don't know what you were doing. I went in 2018. I wasn't doing anything in 2018. What the hell, man? I just, I went on a West Coast adventure, Chief, you know. I, I tried. Like the record show that Peter hung out with my friends, our friends. Didn't even tell me. Chief, I do it over again, I bring you with me, huh? All right, that works. There we Vice go. Vice versa. Chief, big goal on the big bin, big professor uh-huh. list, because i got to say professor when I'm addressing this statement. One of your big goals of the year is you got to keep learning Spanish. Dude, I got to keep learning Spanish. How's that going? Well, it's not going well, man. I got Duolingo, oh. app on the phone, do a little lesson. I used to be so much better at Spanish. And let, let me tell you how I messed yeah, it up. You used In to college, have the... Oh, I still got it. There it anyway, is. I messed it up because one semester in college, I took elementary German. And I oh. think like the, the linguistics department in your brain, yep. whenever it can't find a word in one language, when, you, when it knows you're speaking in a different one. Just uh, so yep. I'm speaking Spanish to somebody. Mm-hmm. And I brain misses the cue on the next word I need, puts the German word in there. Yep. And vice versa. I, I honestly feel the exact same way. Because I, I took Latin for three and a half years. You speak Latin? Well, the same shit that happened to you happened to me. I start, you know, Spanish, a little this, a little that, little little Aussie rugby talk. <laughs> okay, a little Canadian gets mixed in. You know, Australian Canadians, they just, speak, they just speak a bunch of weird languages over there. And it's just a bunch of Texan, which just, It's you know, just, you know, it. you speak like four different languages if you look at it that way. Oh, I speak two. What do you got? American, Texan. Two. Love that, brother. Bilingual. <laughs> That's on the Duolingo app. Do you want to learn how to speak Texan? Is it really? No shit. I'm lying. That'd be a great, that'd be a great what, representation what? of our state. Just, Give me some Texan words that don't necessarily translate into uh, American, for example. Okay. Well, first, you got y'all, which everyone knows y'all. Right. It's kind of like everybody knows Ola. You got Armadilla. Armadilla. You want to know some facts about armadillos, man? Oh, yeah. 
they're born always in packs of six. Hmm. Stuart, am I right on that? Yeah. Yeah. They can also jump six feet straight up in the air. See, 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 you have told me that one before. I'm not if at they get scared, it. that's how they, they, the main predators like coyotes and, you know, other predatory animals. So what these, what these uh, predatory animals can't do is they can't climb trees. So what they do is the armadillo just, boing, jumps right into a limb. I don't think they, they go the six feet. I don't, I don't know about that, Chief, because I've seen a lot up. of the, I've seen, so. You don't know what kind of power they're packing in there, man? If you would have told me last year, would have, would have been like, eh, I mean, you know, who knows? But I got a lot of armadillos where I live now. You don't got armadillos. Oh, yeah, I do. Chief, a lot. Go grab one. I probably could. Chief, I got snakes. You couldn't because they jumped six feet in the air and you couldn't catch them. Rocky almost annihilated one and murdered one. And I had to literally sprint and dive to pull Rocky away before he chomped off this little armadillo's head. Jeez. And I saw the fear of God in that armadillo's eyes. And it ran. It ran fast. I haven't seen one jump. They'll jump. It's um, it's like different a roly genus. poly type creature. It's a it's a different genus. It's the uh, jumping jack flash armadillo. You'll find them in southern Texas. You're more in Dallas, so that just makes sense. It's a fully different specimen. Yeah, everything I'm everything I'm telling you now is factual. Well, of course. I mean, it, it's a professor. You wouldn't have a professor lie to you. Well. Depends on what school you're going to. But at Baylor, it's the uh, truth. Straight and narrow. Straight, narrow, right down the laneway. Chief, if there's a documentary movie about your life, what would it be titled? Man with the Plan or The Big Idiot, depending on how things go. I love it. Uh, Got to remember, ladies and gents, that's the whole title. But it's two. Se- it's two separate movies. <laughs> oh, that's the whole title. That, that 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 title is timeless. It's too long of a title. It's never going to make Hollywood. Oh yes, it would. With Indeed. today's with today's unusual unusual climate. I, I think they'd that. like the long title. I think it's sell. You know, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that was a big movie title. Wait, Man with a Plan or The Big Idiot? No, like I'm saying that for a Hollywood movie with a big name, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that's big. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's up oh, there with man. Casablanca. That's a pretty short movie title. <laughs> I took theater history. That's right, bitch. Did you really? Yep. I've never seen Casablanca. I've heard it's one of the. Uh, it's one of the best movies of all time. Stuart says, "My buddy over here." Oh, let me tell you a little gripe about Stuart. Stu, the media guy. Yeah, I want to make sure that this makes the makes the podcast. When Stuart was on, yes, I'm about here. He's like, "Oh, it's great. I'm living with my best friend Chris. Uh, he and I have roommates, and then my landlord." Yep. Man. <laughs> Yep. You know, it's the difference in titles. Yep. No longer a friend. Not even a best friend. Well, you were still a best friend. 
we're, reduced we're, to the guy he pays rent. Well, we started the we guy he owes the utilities to. Man, that's not true. It's not that I haven't lived with him for Well is he late? Going on four years now. Paying his shit right now? <laughs> All right, then he's a friend. That's private conversation, you know. <laughs> Unbelievable. We love Big Stu. Big polar bear. Yeah, we love Big Stu. I don't know if he loves me back though. Hurts. Hurts. Anyway. If, hey, I wanna I wanna pull up another um another tidbit from your past podcast. Oh sure. I, I'm I'm glad we have a hand planted podcast historian. Oh yeah, yeah, I pay attention to these kind of things. Um, Doctor Walt, we call him. We call him Squirt. His friends know him as Squirt. Squirt, yeah, oh yeah. He's uh, Doc, he's reading Doctor Squirt. Doctor Squirt. He's reading a couple of my favorite books. Uh, Nineteen eighty four, George Orwell, great book. Dystopian society. You know the government's watching you. You every step. They know everything about you. That's kind of what we're doing here, man. He's reading that right now, or he was reading he's that. Like, Yep. He mentioned he was reading these during iPhones. The, during the podcast or now? During the podcast. Oh, okay, yeah. There's only a couple episodes ago. It's about yeah, yeah, reading. Yeah. These iPhones, they know everything. Oh, absolutely. And something that is fascinating to me is people are complacent about knowing that the iPhone is listening at all times. Like, I'll give you a story. So uh, I, I, I broke I'm my on. arm. Yep. Broke my forearm. It's in a cast and you know, my fingers are all bunched up and I need to clean them between my fingers because stuff accumulates under there and it's in a cast. Right. Oh yeah. You know, at the time I'm a senior in college. Yep. I have no use for these, for these items. They're baby wipes. I said to myself, I need some baby wipes to get into these fingers. Never have I mentioned baby wipes in my years of college and not, not a minute later, I go on Instagram, and what do I get an ad for, Peter? Baby wipes. Baby wipes. There's no way a company could scientifically market baby wipes to me, a college senior, if they weren't listening. And people are right. Chief. They make memes yeah. about it. Well, Chief, this is the thing. I mean, <clears throat> one, that's true. Two, you know, I decided this a long time ago because I felt, I feel, and know that exactly what you're talking about is very true. But my approach to it, my view of it is yeah, there's got to be a lot of, well, my view is that there's a lot of opportunity within it because a lot of, you know, 90, 99% of data that's collected now is all mm-hmm. cloud-based data, which cloud-based data can be used for, you know, just about every sort of tracking. Can't they put anything in the cloud? Yeah, it can be used for essentially any sort of tracking. And for me, as a marketing guy, as an advertising guy, that data is like, okay, 
All right. I'm sure it's a gold this, mine. This has been zip code. Okay, he's searching for he's searching for Houston Rockets old school gear. I can target those type of people. Oh yeah. No, I get it. It's a great yeah. resource. But I I think it's fascinating how people are cool with it. And another thing that's interesting is that I'm not quite sure how they do this, but I got a um a picture of myself as a gift from my little brother. It's yep. from uh it's from this website that um, it, it puts your face on like a, a, a historical pain, a figure. Painting, a painting? Like a, it looks yeah. like a painting, but like you're in Napoleon yeah, like, type yeah, yeah, dress yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that. Great photo. Um, and the war old school shit. Yeah, exactly. It got shipped to this house. And then Stuart and Chris, my roommates, got ads for it for the same website. So some company that some company that I did not order from was ordered for me. Where does your brother live? In my house. Where's my what? Where's your brother live? Or did your brother ship it to you? My brother ordered it online and shipped it to my home address. Yeah. So this is how they got it, and this is why it went to Stu. So the company was most likely running an advertisement in Houston, or maybe it was interest through social based. media. Cause that's how I bet he found it. Maybe it was interest based. Yeah. Through social media. Okay. And your brother then place the order, puts a shipping destination for ship to you. Mm-hmm. So the company, they receive that data. They notice, okay, Ben Newcomb ordered lives in this area code. Let's, target people similar to Ben and you have the ability to do that. And so what they do is they say, okay, Ben and Stu and Chris, they're friends. Oh, they live in the same, they, it looks like their location frequently checks in at the same zip code. So we should also advertise to them because they're in, in our target market. Huh. So the crazy thing is, is that instead of like, some very intense marketing guy having to like dial in all these numbers. There's, you know, AI essentially that continuously tracks this and, you know, it's all part, it's all part of your agreement when you use these devices, when you use it, that's incredible. when you use, you know, Google, Google Chrome, you know, it's allowing permissions unless you go in the back end and shut a bunch of shit off. So, I mean, yeah, but it's kind of like a scary thing, but at the same time, 90, in my opinion, as far as I know, mm-hmm. you know, it's used for marketing and sales purposes, which is kind of insane, but they're right, doing but a lot could, of. Right, but it could be used for other purposes. Oh, yeah. Perhaps even yeah. nefarious purposes. Yeah. Like, just, if, you know, if, just if someone does a horrible crime nowadays, you're screwed. I hope like, so. There's no way. Right. But like, you know, back in the 1800s, old, old Slick Rick could walk into a Texas saloon with two pistols 
Two Colt 45s. With his, with his six shooters and 45s on the belt. And... Yep. Yeah, he could walk in there and say, you know. Bada bing, bada boom. Who, 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 took the, who took my old lady out last night? And then next thing you know, he pops up the whole place, hops on his horse, he's out of there, no big deal. Well, hello again there, ladies and gents. You guessed it. It's your guy, your good friend, Commercial Break Beater, checking on in yet again, hoping you're loving the podcast, and hoping you're loving Slick Rick. You know, Slick Rick lived back in a time era where things were a little bit more simpler. There was no iPhones. There was no McDonald's. It was just you, the Wild West, your six-shooter, and your horse. Gotta miss it sometimes. Anyways, though, I'm sure you're missing the podcast. So, Ben, Peter, take it away. All righty, big chief. Lay it on me, hand plant it. We're laying it down, and we ain't ever got a frown. Yeah, that rhymes, but hey, I ain't got time. Oh, shit. Did it again. That's all I got. Okay. Wow. I was, I was, I don't know what I was doing. A little poetry. That was off the easy. Off the easy, lemon squeezy. I ain't a rapper. All right, Big Chief. We are to one of the most legendary, cherished, sacred, historical parts of the Ham Planet podcast. Uh-huh. It is the good old would you rather questions. Oh, boy. First question before we start the warm-up questions. Yeah. Are you fired up, yes or no? Yes. Are you understanding of the fact that anything outside of the question is up for interpretation? Understood. And I'll let you know that I'll be answering as well, Ferda. I'd do just about anything for the boys. You got to love to hear it. Love that. Did you catch that, ladies and gents? Ben just said a beautiful phrase. Quote, unquote, I would do just about anything for the boys. Mr. Benjamin Newcomb. Ladies and gents, ask yourself that question. Would you do just about anything for the boys? And if the answer is no, find the Ben Newcomb within you. Back to the show, ladies and gents. Thanks for hanging with us. Would you rather have a Lamborghini in your garage or bookcase with 9,000 books made of gold? 9,000 books made of gold. Or not made with gold, gilded with gold. Go ahead and define gilded for me. Rick? Rick, can we get a- <laughs> Rick, come on. Rick's asleep. Rick, wait. Get up, Rick. Gilded. Covered thinly with gold leaf or gold paint. Okay. You don't know you're good. You don't know gilded? You know gilded. I want to do. I want to make sure we're on the same page. 
um, 9,000 books gilded with gold. Correct. Uh, or a Lamborghini in the garage? Yep. Is it my choice of Lamborghini? You know, they, used, they started making tractors. I don't want a Lamborghini tractor in the garage. They making tractors? No, 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 they started making tractors. No shit. I, yeah. I know they. I know they made the crossover, but which is pretty sick. You can't call it a crossover. Honda's a crossover. Lamborghini doesn't make a crossover. Okay, an what, SUV. What is an SUV. Okay, I'll call it. A, I'll call it. A, it's not a crossover. It is a crossover. It's not a grocery getter. Yeah, it's I, take I, your I always. To the I always park. Yeah. It ain't, you ain't putting oranges in the back. <laughs> um, okay. Well, I'll tell you this. My, uh, my grandmother had a rule yep. um, that to sell or destroy a book is a terrible sin. Can't do it. Wow. It's not how it's, not how it's supposed to be made. Um, Hell so what yeah. I, what I would initially do is, you know, like 9,000 books made out of gold. That's a lot of gold. Yeah. Um, but you can't touch the books. So you got to take the Lamborghini. I think, think better. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely taking the Lambo. But I think the gilded books, I don't know. It'd be nice. I don't know what it, I'd do with 9,000 books. Probably good for me. I don't have enough time to read all that. I don't think anyone has enough time to read 9,000 books. See if we got as much time as we want. It just depends what we're doing with it. Oh, I can't do anything else but read books. That's insane. <laughs> Might as well put me in the solitary confinement again. Wait, 9,000? So if you read a book a day? Oh, shit. Yeah. Nope. Give me the guinea. <laughs> Give me the guinea. Give me the guinea, he says. Give me That's the guinea. That's a quotable. Guinea me up. Bop, 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 so bop, if you read a book a day, oh yeah, that's taking a long time. Uh, um, it's twenty four point six years to read that many books. That's a book a day. You gotta be Man. quick with those eyeballs, brother. A book takes me about a month. I mean, you read big books without the pictures, right? No, no, no. Just the picture ones. So I like those. Tell a good story, you know? Hungry, hungry, caterpillar, that kind of thing. Uh, you know, I like hungry hippos. Thomas the Tank Engine. Hungry hippos is not a book. I like Puff the Magic Dragon, Chief. Or Three Little Pigs. Three Little Pigs, great book. Don't think I've read the um, Puff the Magic Dragon. Oh, you got, you got it. the Magic Dragon. Yeah, I mean it's based off the song. Okay. Not the, the Magic Dragon, Live by the Sea. Yeah, yeah, that. Peter, Paul, and Mary. Shout out, Peter. Um, Good guy. That guy knows his way around the. Respect, Peter. And a uh, couple instruments. You shine yourself out right now. No, no, no. I'm talking about Peter, Paul, and Mary, the band. Oh, oh yeah. All right, Professor. Tell me more. Tell me this. Give me another one. Would you rather be a millionaire by winning the lottery uh -huh. or by working 100 hours a week for the next five years? 
I'll win the lottery. Why would I waste that much time? I could just get it like that. That's what I'm saying. What um, you gonna you gonna you gonna be on a shiny horse of hard work if you? Is it a million bucks after tax or before tax? You probably will. It doesn't say anything about tax. Oh, these aren't your questions. Oh, Rick made them. No, 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 Chief. They're they're my questions. They're just the Rick questions. That's outside of the interpretation. Okay, okay, okay. Remember the laws. We got to remember the laws. I remember the rules. I got the rules. You heard the man, ladies and gents. He said he's got the rules down. But what will happen with these next insane would you rather's? Also, if you're enjoying these would you rather questions, I would absolutely love for you to give me your response to these would you rather's. Put them in the comments, message them, text me, email me, do what you got to do. But I would love to hear your responses and I always read everyone's comments and messages following the podcast. So give me a shout. Don't be shy. Back to the show. Thanks, Chief. Would you rather be chronically underdressed for the rest of your life or chronically overdressed for the rest of your life? So I guess that's like a suit everywhere you go. (laughs) Fucking rugby game. Suit. Nobody likes nobody likes to be underdressed. The oh, I hate being under. Oh God, because like you can't horrible. make an excuse for underdressed. Like you show up to a ballroom dance and you're wearing basketball shorts and t-shirt. You can't just say, "Oh, it's just at the gym." But if I'm wearing a suit to lunch with the boys, you'd be like, "Oh, I was doing something important." Because I'm important, so I wear suits. I'm important. Lunch for the boys is the easy one. What about like, you know? A workout. I don't think like overdressed doesn't mean you have to wear like a, a suit to a workout, but maybe um, I'm wearing like a polo and shorts. I just work at home. <laughs> Up and out curls with the suit. That'd be actually pretty gangster. Yeah, I ripped my suit. Big Chief, would you rather swim in a pool full of Nutella or a pool full of maple syrup. I don't know. Nutella's got the consistency for swimming. Yeah. Well, I feel like, no, it doesn't. I feel like... I feel no, like um, they're both rough. They're thick. I think I choose maple syrup. It's a little more viscous. Yep. Um, I feel like Nutella is more like a... be more like a quicksand. I don't know how you get out of Nutella, man. If you jump into the deep end of Nutella pool, you're gone. You're done. So you're done. So maple syrup, you can get out of. Have you ever slammed your hand into a Nutella can? Uh, can? No, I haven't. It goes to the bottom. I know you have, but I have not. You've done it with peanut butter. That's right. I'm getting that. I'm getting it confused. <laughs> <laughs> The big professor, big peanut butter guy. Chief, would you rather (laughs) have a personal maid or personal chef? Um, You know, I've been kind of an eat-to-consume guy. 
recently. You know, I'm not I'm not cooking croque madame or lobster tail, shrimp scampi, whatever. Just kind of rice, turkey, beef. No so scampi? You're the off chef, the scampi? I'm off the scamp, brother. I think um, the chef's talents would be wasted. Yeah. Um, but I'd hate to have a maid picking up after me. I mean, that's just, like, why can't I get my own stuff together? Well, Chief, if, if there comes to a moment in your life where your time is more valuably spent working on other well, things. Good. Like, I'm only 23 years old. I'm not doing anything that important. I do think my time is pretty valuable, but I it still is, got time to it pick is up my clothes. Oh, yeah, same. Oh, yeah. But a maid would be nice. But I would rather uh, I take think, the chef. I think a uh, a maid in that is in maid that a, way would be pretty neat. Is the maid a massage therapist or what? I think that's um, might be a little different. Huh? Might be a little different. Yeah, that's a different different type. Chief, would okay, you Pete, rather – Chief, we got the big final question of the evening. Okay, that's the final question. I'm ready. Would you rather – Big Chief, would you rather lose your sight for the rest of your life or lose your memory? All of my memories? I guess do I, I get do I, I get to so, create do I get to create new memories? Chief, I don't know. I don't, I like I, I, no, I think you do. I would think so. If you lose all your memory this. now, everything past this moment right now is vamoose. Huh? That's tough, man. I got some good memories. Yeah, but I'm, I'm young. I'd go blind guy. Would you? Because I'm See, counting. I'm counting that there's going to be uh, blind vision technology here pretty soon. That's a big bet, brother. There's a lot of companies that are working on it. A lot. It, it's it, it's going to happen by the time. Would I still retain all my basic motor and mental functions? Could I still speak English? I think, I think so. You just can't. Yeah, I don't think you – that's called I'm going. That doesn't go happen to... unless you can't um, – if you can't see and you can't hear, then that's when you, you know, go – there's a word for it. Uh, it. Yeah, no, it's technically – that's what dumb is. Like now it's used as an offensive phrase, but it used to mean – that person cannot see and that person cannot hear. They're they're dumb. Which That's now true. it's like guys guys dumb. You know, fucking idiot. But but yeah, no, that that's that's originally what it meant. A little hand planted history lesson for you folks. Learn something there, brother. I'm going blind. What are you going? Uh I'm gonna go memory. You losing the memory? Yeah. 
Fair enough, Chief. We'd help. Still got at least fifty years ahead of us. We'd have to team up, so you could like tell me all the shit that's happening. You tell me the stuff I forgot, and I'll tell you what's happening right now. Oh, <laughs> that's what I meant. Yes. Um, I could even tell you that the Cowboys would win a bas- win a football game, and you wouldn't even know. Chief. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm still not over last Sunday. Mm, I'm just sad. Uh, I'm happy. I'm I, you know what? I'm happy with, you know, Zeke. What happened with Zeke? Well, Zeke the freak, he played like a manimal. He played lights out. Mid-season form already in week one. I wasn't paying attention. I Dak played that. good. We got screwed over by a penalty. But away she goes. Always something with you guys. Chief. What a round of would you rather's, quite frankly. You know, we went for the most questions that I've ever went with a guest on the podcast, executed them efficiently, and had very, you know, intelligent hoo-ha. You know? It's great to be uh, quick with decisions, especially if uh, it's it for a stat. You got to be decisive. You got to take the fork in the road. Love a big fork, love a big steak. And now that we're talking about steak, (laughs) I think, uh, you know, it might be time for us to tip it thine cap and give our salute to the fabulous men and women that protect our country. Love them to death. That was that. <laughs> you know what? That was an honor, of brother PJ. Been feeling patriot. Been feeling patriot again, man. <laughs> what do you want to do? All right, all right, all right, all right. We're doing it again, ladies and gents. We're firing We're away. We're doing it again. This is the first time. First time coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in hot, coming in hot, coming in hot, coming in hot, coming in. Hayata, senor. We got, we got a hell of a night in the books. Inks in history. You know, John Hancock, Christopher Columbus, Napoleon, Machiavelli. These guys were dipping a pen into some ink, which was very hard to get back then. And writing it upon lambskin. We luckily have the privilege and honor and futuristic innovations of Zoom. Zoom technology. Hell of a stock, by the way. Might be too late to get in, but probably not. Anyways. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining myself and the one and only professor tonight. We, uh, we're getting that nighttime feeling, getting a little sleepy, yeah, but the time we're going to sleep, we could record in the midday. That's right. We ain't sleepy. Hustlers don't it's mid- sleep. It's midday. It's midday. Hustlers don't sleep. They nap and we're hustling and 
Big Ben, it was an honor tonight, brother. One for the Bucks. It was an absolute pleasure to be here. I've enjoyed your scintillating conversation. Um, I think all the guests you've had on, you've exploited how interesting and provocative they can be with their mental aspects and their background. And I think you make a great podcast. I think people are drawn to you, and I think if people gave it a listen, they'll love this podcast too. I hope everybody that listens share this with their friends, family, coworkers, colleagues, strangers. There you go. Whomever. Rick. I think everybody should give the Ham Planet podcast a listen. See if you're too kind and 1,000% agree. Ladies and gents, if you can smash the good old share button and hit the notification bell if you're on YouTube, that is one of the most beneficial things to the podcast, to the channel. And if you love Big Chief, if you love the Big Professor, and if you if you kind of like me, you don't have to really like me, but you gotta love the Big Professor. And if you love me too, great, I love you too. Then you you do that, you, you smash the bell. And just like old Colonial America smashed the Liberty Bell, going to do the same and um, what a night what a week what a, what a day as I always say ladies and gents please remember that you can never overdose on the good vibes salute and sweet dreams